I just received this letter. It says, Yo, I kidnapped the princess while you were running around. She's here in my castle if you dare to rescue, try and rescue her. Guahaha, king of the Koopas. Oh no, it looks like we're going to have to rescue the princess again. Again. <laughs> this week, we're talking about the music of Bowser. Just three notes, and I can just listen to this forever. <laughs> Hello and welcome, everyone, to the Drinking Geek Ghost. <laughs> or, sorry, Drinking Geek OST, or D-Ghost. This is a show where we drink beer and listen to geeky soundtracks. Uh, this episode is featuring our Too Deep uh, Phase 4 that we've had for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am player one, the Vampire Duke of Hungary, named <laughs> Dustin. Along with player two, Dr. Saffenstein's Monster. The track you just heard, or you are currently listening to, is the castle theme from Super Mario Bros., composed by Koji Kondo, as most of the Mario music is. And you've already said it. It's pretty simple. There's only a few notes here, but yeah. it definitely gets the point across. It's just... Like two fingers on the keyboard going <laughs> with a like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in, yeah, the in the background. Yeah, absolutely. All right, while we're enjoying this, we're going to enjoy a beer. Uh, the beer that we have is an in beer uh, from Two Deep Brewing Company, which is downtown Indianapolis uh, off Capitol in 38th. I don't remember. Yeah, right around that area, I think. Uh, it doesn't matter. We've been there a couple of times. We haven't been there since they sold. So I don't know if it's oh, right. still the same like vibe, uh, but they still make beer, so that's good. Uh, the beer is called Phase 4, and it's part of the Indie Independent Relief Fund. Uh, we've been heavily uh, into the IIRF. We've been participating in every single uh, can release that they've had. We've had most of them on the show at this point. I think this is the last one. Yeah. The, well, I mean, hopefully they'll do more, but... Right, right. Of, of our we're, collection, mm-hmm. uh, we, we finally have cycled through them all, <laughs> as well as keeping up with all the other beers that we've had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's pretty exciting. The, this one uh, was selected because it's phase four. And it's our fourth episode, so it's it a good combination. <laughs> we were going to get to it anyways, right. but it was, yeah, it just made sense to do so. Uh, they do not have the IBUs listed, so we're going to have to play our favorite game of guessing what the IBUs guess are. Guess the IBU. I need a theme song for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guess the IBU. And we, we've literally had to have guessed the IBUs for all the beer so far <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, but a little bit about the beer. It is a uh, NEPA, a New England IPA, at 5.2% ABV, and I do not see a description on Untapped. It's just the what's on the can is what's on every can, so yeah. I could read it again, but I mean, we've said it, what's it, like six times? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. honestly, it's like, hey, we do this with this and this, and mm-hmm. Crazy Horse, and yeah. uh, what are the, was that farm for the, the hops, what are they? Uh... Crazy Horse and Sugar Creek and Sugar Creek Mall. Yeah. yeah, there we go. That's what I'm thinking of. The sugar and oh, Omega Yeast on this one. That, I don't remember that. Oh, that's a new one. Look at that. 
All right, let's see. It is a little bit darker in here. I did turn a light on over there. I might turn the overhead on, but the overhead is uh, incandescent. It's not <laughs> LED, so it's just We're warming LED. up here. Yeah. Uh, we do need to mention the can. I mean, it's the same basic design of all the cans, but this right. one has the map of downtown Indy kind of in the background and the rainbow colors on the state of Indiana because it was released in July and that's like pride month mm-hmm. so that i think they did something to benefit both pride and the service workers that they typically do with these games yeah i mean that's what sunking did when they released the vodka yeah they had. the it proud was, vodka yeah. or live proud or whatever it's called yeah um so yeah that's the can look at our social media to see a picture of it at drink and geek out at drink and geek out that's better <laughs> That is, <laughs> provide some light for the table. Feels like you're getting interrogated at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the color of this beer is definitely hazy. Yes. Um, very thick. It's a thick beer. Somewhere, I would say, in the four to six range. Yeah, I was actually thinking probably Scorpion as well. Uh, Tails Tails has like a really good pull, but it seems paler than. Yeah, I'm getting some sunlight coming in, so it makes it. I don't know. Yeah, I just have I just have two LEDs that I'm kind of pointing at the the sunlight's not that great right now, so it's really hard to tell. Uh, but I want to say Clyde's Ghost because of its the the <laughs> ghost theme, but it's not that dark. It's but, definitely closer to four or five. But Scorpion is dark. <laughs> Get over here. All right, let's go with a number four. Number four. And then we can smell it and see what we pull out. I mean, that smells like usual Nipa. Yeah. Very hazy smell to it. A little bit of a tropical fruit notes. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that. Citrusy. But there's a smell in there I can't pinpoint. It's like a spice to it. Yeah. It's like a spicy smell. I wonder if that's the alcohol giving that a little... Not even that much. It's only like 5%. Yeah, I don't even know, like, I don't know what Omega smells like, or Omega, or whatever that yeast, uh, the high hop or yeast, or whatever you used. Well, it's Omega yeast. I don't know what the hops are. Oh, yeah, probably probably won't know, but there's a, a weird smell to it. I'm just taking a sip to see if that comes through. Definitely fruity. Yeah. Kind of bitter. Kind of a bitter taste. There, yeah, there is a slight bitterness on the back end. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's one. This is interesting. I, I just I'm not sure how I feel about it because I don't I don't get I get the I guess I do get some juicy up front. Yeah. But it doesn't finish juicy at all. There's like a weird. Uh, I don't know. There's a taste if I just hold it on my tongue that I can't quite. I almost want to say bubble gum, but that's weird. It's kind of a taste that reminds me of like a lot of old pale ales from like England. Because those, for whatever reason, have like a very distinct taste to them, the pale part. It's just, it's, it's weird. It's just, I hope it's because it's set. Yeah, there's for not as months. super fresh. Yeah. As they say to drink them. Because I checked it in already once. Yeah. And I give it a pretty good score. Right. I did see that. I, I didn't see who it was, but I saw that. So I'm just going to assume it's you. Mm-hmm. I, it's pretty light, like almost watered down. Um, there's not, it's not as thick as some of these are. Right. 
don't know. I mean, honestly, if you're going to stick with your score, I don't know if I agree with yeah. it. Like, that's really that's uh, tough for me. I've, it's definitely changed over the past two months or so. Right. When did I check that in? July 4th. Oh, that was uh, America's Day. You checked it in the day you got it. <laughs> or close to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. But speaking of Untapped, uh, you're the only friend that I have who checked it in. So I can't say anything much about it other than the fact that 92 other people checked it in. And there is a 3.87 average onto that. I'm not going to read yours. So go to everybody else. A lot of fours, a lot of fours, uh, no comments. Here's one. Another in the Indie Independent Relief Fund series. This one is quite juicy and sweet, though not much hop until well after. I think I can agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that's why I think what I meant when I said there's it's kind of light and Yeah. Because you don't get a lot of flavor as you'd expect in some of these. Right. I don't see it as sweet as I guess I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. There's a little sweetness to it, but it, it's got that weird bitter flavor. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, great hangout with my, my buds. And it's like, so glad so-and-so can come. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I skipped that one. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Ryan K says, nice juicy IPA. The citrus, f- the citrus fruit juices really come out four and a half. And that's from September 3rd. Really? A couple of August check-ins at four and a half. Four. Not a whole lot of comments. Mm-mm. Phase four, 3.5 out of five, rated at 3.5. Thanks, man. You didn't have to take <clears> it twice. Uh, Adam W. on August 22nd says, Not a huge fan of IPAs, but this was pretty easy to drink. Very fruity and juicy. <laughs> I'll say it however I want. If you're not going to spell it right, or you spell it right, but, you know, like all the weird all caps and spaces, <laughs> I'll say it however I interpret yep. that. You only gave it a 3.25. Probably because he's not a fan of IPAs. Yeah, that's probably it. Do you not like fruit and juice? I, like. <laughs> I know. He said good things about it. He just doesn't like the style. So I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. I do have another can of this. So I, I don't think I'll... I'll try it again and see if it's a difference. But they came from the same four pack. Yeah. But sometimes with the sediment at the bottom, maybe yours, your glass might taste different than mine because whatever was at the bottom of the can versus the top. I tried to roll it and shake it up like they say to when they sit, but you never know. That's enough of the reading because there wasn't much reading. <laughs> uh, I got one last one. Taylor L. Well done. Has the ideal balance of haze and hops. Somewhat surprising that the haze really hits on the finish. Uh, 3.75. Well, I'm just going to stick with my score. That seems the fairest way to do things. Uh, if I'm ranking it out of what I'm tasting right now, the score would be different. But since it is older, I'm just going to go with the original score and say I gave it a 4.25. And I said a great light uh, New England IPA, which is true. Usually these New England IPAs are like 7 or 8%, and this is a nice light one at 5%. And it was definitely very good and drinkable at the time. At this point, it's probably a more uh, 3.5 in my book, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm just going to stick with the old score. I actually wrote something. Mm-hmm. I'm good with just my half-assed pictures. <laughs> all right. So you I just gave, need those badges. Right. I do. That's all I'm doing this for is badges. Um, I gave it a 3.75. I did write a message, which is very rare. I usually mm-hmm. don't. 
I took the time to do it. So feel free to roast me too deep. <laughs> roast me in the comments. Roast me in the comments. Uh, might be since we got this in July and just now drinking it. It seems a little bit flat to me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, didn't get much juice flavor from it. The hops and the back end flavor was there, but not much of the sweetness. Uh, I would like to, you know, people are saying it's sweet and juicy. I would have liked to have had that, but I had just, I just taste, I don't want to say it's like hop water, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's similar. Yeah. It's good. It's like, it's dangerously close to that and it's still drinkable. There's still some there. I'm not saying there's any sweetness in it, but I feel like there's some and that's coming through, but I don't know. A lot of these beers, they just. I just hoped I would would have had it when it came out. You know, I sometimes have that opportunity if I buy it to have it right when it comes out. But just some of these beers, I don't get a chance to. So I'm kind of bummed about that. I was just trying to think of what IBUs we would give this beer. Right. That's a yeah. That's a game and a half on this one. <laughs> because the only thing we really have to go off of is that that bitter flavor yeah. that we have. But it's really not that strong. Hmm. I would probably go in the 40s, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe 44. I was thinking like 47 or 48, but I can I can deal with like a 44. Because there's nothing that's really offsetting this flavor for me. That's true. It's it's just that hot flavor. Well, 47 is a new one I just added. Oh, good. It may not be on your... Oh, I, got, I have one. <laughs> the 47 Society? No, that's a new one. That that I just changed it because I've been watching Star Trek and they use forty seven a lot as just a random number. The shields at forty seven percent or stuff like that. Um, <laughs> it pops up all the time, and I guess one of the writers during the um, next generation phase was in a group called the Forty Seven Society in college, and it's a group that sees that. 47 is the quintessential random number of the universe. So anytime there's a random number, it more than likely it'll end up being 47. That actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and so if you just are uh, keeping track of numbers throughout the next month or so, you'll probably see 47 more than any other number. I'll have to uh, keep it <laughs> and try not to use it myself yeah you know, and if so. you're watching star trek obviously it's going to pop up because they put it as like an inside joke cool i guess we'll just stick with that one then boom all right so this is a music podcast i promise you <laughs> and so as hyped up in the intro we have music of bowser and bowser's castle ranging from the og nes Going all the way up to the Switch, we got uh, we got some from Odyssey. Oh, these are new to me. I have not played Odyssey. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they'll start out pretty familiar, and then there's some random ones I threw in from like Paper Mario that aren't as popular, but maybe you'll recognize them. They all kind of sound similar over over the course of uh, time. They kind of blend together. But mm-hmm. this is from Mario Brothers Three. And this is the fortress theme. And the reason why we started with three is because we used number one in the intro. Yeah. Just, uh, and number two is doesn't feature Bowser. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Unless you play the Lost Levels. 
I believe the Lost Levels sounds are really similar to the first They're one. They're very yeah. similar. So, so I just kind of... Because yeah. I've got like 30-some tracks here, so I just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's cut out the ones that are identical. This is this is new. Uh, it's still creepy. It's still Bowsery. And it's not the castle theme, so... It's different. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's pretty repetitive. It's only like five seconds that loop over and over it's this part and then the do 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 and then it goes back yeah about five keys <laughs> yeah i was trying to count them as they, they happen and now back to the beginning do, 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 do. so it's up and then down a little bit past it mm-hmm. yeah uh, let's move on to Super Mario World. Don't spend too much time on that because it's kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm. This is the castle theme for this game. This one was more recognizable to me. Yeah. So I played the I played the SNES way more than I played regular NES. I played what's it the all Super Mario All Stars yeah. on the Super Nintendo for like the first three games. So the music's a little different, but I went with the classic right. NES sounds. Yeah, my aunt had the All-Stars, and we would play the crap out of that when we were with them. Uh, if we were just, you know, spending the night or whatever, we'd play that. Ooh, I like that. This, this song's great. Right. And I think he had so many registers to make sounds with. Yeah. And Koji's the man. <laughs> There is a lot to this song. It just hasn't repeated anything yet. It just keeps going. Well, that's repeated, but it's got more underneath of it. Yeah, it's a different octave, different orchestration. Yeah, and the weird. That always reminded me of like sounds Koopa's made. <laughs> I just thought of Yoshi because when you jump on him, it oh, kind of does like yeah, a similar yeah, yeah. sound. It's still going. And uh, if you listen to Drink and Geek Out, we've already done Spooky Mario music and Spooky Luigi music. So this is kind of a third in that trilogy of Spooky yeah. Bowser music because, in a way, these songs do have like spooky elements to them right it's funny because you just have these two characters and they they have their own little world and then they come across evil Mm -hmm. and it's highly it's highly representative like here's what evil is ghosts and (laughs) bowser evil turtle uh Sticking with Super Mario World, this is the Bowser battle music. So he's flying around in his little clown thingy. Is that like cloud thing? Yeah, the clown car or whatever it is. Throw in little. That's where he makes his entrance. Oh, I like the drums. I think that carries through in a lot of these songs. like a two-step and once we could get real instruments in here there's a lot of electric guitar yeah i mean 
There's nothing that speaks out like evil, like <laughs> the electric guitar. It's devil's music. But this is definitely a boss battle. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. It, it, it's the, like we talked about when we did the Final Fantasy music. Mm-hmm. It's high, have, pay, high energy. Yeah, and, and darker tones. Yeah, you get whatever, whatever scene that you're doing. The boss battles are always going to be hyped up, mm-hmm. and it's going to be music like this to get your blood boiling, type of thing. How can we induce uh, adrenaline? Right. And so, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Your heart tries to match the beat of the song, so then it pumps faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to Super Mario RPG. Roro. This is Koopa's Castle, second time. You got kind of like the fake organ music in the back. And this do 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 kind of reminiscent of yeah. the haunted boo houses. This uh, that organ reminds me of Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Definitely. A little bit of that and maybe a little bit of Phantom at the Opera. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then it gets into some weird territory here. Yeah. Almost like steel drums or something. Yeah. They're temple blocks. Mm. So I've played Super Mario RPG, but I don't think I got very far because I'm not good at our role-playing, like, turn-based games. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not strategic enough. I'd rather just jump on a turtle's head than <laughs> try to, like, pick a potion or pick a attack <laughs> from a series of words. I feel like I'd do really well at this. This seems very Final Fantasy-esque. Oh, yeah. It, it's pretty fun. I just, I'm not good at these type of games. Yeah, I'll have to see if I have it on the retro pie. Because I downloaded a, a pack, someone put together a pack of ROMs, and so I have like over like four thousand games on the re- RetroPie, <laughs> and every episode of Duke and with the Duke that I've done, I've had to download a, a, <laughs> a different game because it didn't have it. So I'll have to check to see if it's on there. It sounds like I'd have a lot of fun. Oh, I, th- I think you would. Um, and then Super Mario sixty four. Oh, this music, uh, the registers got bigger, so this music is yep. going to sound much better. Here's the drums. This is like his feet stomping as he walks into frame. Very stomp-like. Because <laughs> that doesn't sound like a regular drum. That sounds like trash can yeah. or something. <laughs> and that's... It's almost Egyptian-y sounding to me. Mm-hmm. Which there is like an Egypt level in this game. Or like yeah, a pyramid Egypt. level. Yeah, the pyramid level is pretty much in every game, right? Yeah. You have that fire bouncing mm-hmm. little string. And, and the third one. Mm-hmm. The like desert levels always end up being Egypt levels. Yeah, I know. It's really tough. I mean, they give you a pyramid and they give you <laughs> things like that. Things look like hieroglyphs. Yeah, we're gonna think Egypt. <laughs> uh, then, still with this game, there's Ultimate Koopa, which I guess is the final battle. The organ's back. Oh, I like it.
And I believe we're still with Koji Kondo on all these. Mm-hmm. Mario RPG might have been different. But. Yeah, RPG was Yoko. Shimomura. But yeah, Koji Kondo is 64. And uh, Sunshine. This is nice. This is relaxing. Yeah. But it's still got the Nosferatu kind of yeah. like big evil bad guy theme. Yeah. It's like it's relaxing in terms of like enjoying music, mm-hmm. but when you're playing this, you're obviously going to get I don't know, spooked. <laughs> or, you know, you're kind of into the moment yes. at this point. I didn't play 64, so oh, that one's maybe the best one. Mhm. Alright, let's move on to Sunshine, which is probably the opposite of the best one <laughs> when it comes to Mario games. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. This is a, a disc, right? Yeah, GameCube. This is a disc game. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to store more bytes per game, so your music is updated as well. But it's like a little baby disc mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to like Sony at the time, which is a normal size CD. So far, are pretty repetitive. Yeah, this is lame. This is getting better right there. And this is like the beach vacation themed Mario game, so you would expect oh, yeah. more of that type of stuff going on. I do like the idea that they had with trying to change it up. Yeah. It, just, it didn't work out. I still had fun with the game. I beat it, it just not as good as some like all the other 3d mario games yeah so it was a piano and like congo drums maybe bongos uh donkey congos donkey congos yep (laughs) i mean this is where i was going with yeah (laughs) uh moving on to paper mario this is the siege on bowser castle this is back to in 64 yeah, I kind of went out of order because I was trying to stick with 3D games, so now I have a bunch of Paper Mario in a row. Mm-hmm. Try to group them up to similar sounds. Very rock theme. I didn't play too much of this game because it's again one of those turn-based Mario games. I played a little bit of it. It was just a turnoff, I think. Like it wasn't the turn-based part of it. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I didn't like the. It's not as actiony, platformy as you want from a Mario game. It's just right. like you talk to this guy and move on. Then uh, the next in the par- paper popper or paper paper Mario series. Popel Mario. <laughs> Uh, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. Oh, wait. Is there a different composer on these Paper Mario games? Uh, yeah. So, Paper Mario 64 was Yuka uh, Sujioko and uh, Tashi Senda. And then the Thousand Door is uh, Yoshido Hirano and Yuka uh, Sujioko again. And Saki Hirayama. So this is the Bowser theme. I think this boop 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 part at the beginning of this is kind of 
carries over through a lot of these. Uh, I don't think I played any of this game. No. I couldn't even tell you what system it was on without reading. <laughs> yeah, I didn't own a GameCube, so oh. I, I missed out on all the GameCube games. There's definitely... It's got the Bowser elements, but then it's also kind of goofy to, I guess, go along with the style of the game. It's mm -hmm. uh, a... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. The Bowser battle is also from that game. But it's still got that doom doom doom. It's more like techno-y or something. Right, yeah. Like house music than any of these other games have been. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like those uh, Fusion Frenzy uh, style of games where you're, yeah. you know, Team 4, you know, uh, four players playing these little mini games and you have these <laughs> flashy lights mm -hmm. and, and sounds. It's what it sounds like to me. Definitely interesting, but uh, also not enjoyable. Like, there's yeah. too much going on in almost... It's like a thousand year door, <laughs> yeah, thousand sounds, thousand instruments on top of each other. Yeah. Um, moving on to Super Paper Mario, which is on the Wii. Yeah, the composers are uh, Naoko Mitome, uh, Chika Sekawa. Or Sikigawa, uh, Yasubi, <laughs> uh, Baba, so Yasua. <laughs> I do apologize to anyone listening to the show. These names are hard. You're forcing me to learn these names. I can't do it. Now, this game I did enjoy because yeah. it takes out the turn-based elements but keeps the paper elements so you, it's a 2D platformer but you could also flip the screen and make it 3D and have a whole new type of gameplay oh, at any point so when you turn your character did you got like kind of like see like flatness or yeah. yeah interesting and uh there's like a lot of themes with like pixels and stuff and like uh, broken pixels and like different play into the, that it's part of a game. Yeah. This, this song is way better than yes. Thousand Year Door thing. It pulls back a little bit and it's not as uh, crazy and ungapachka. And it's still got the rocking elements that Bowser mm -hmm. carries. I just feel like it's a racing game. At this point. <laughs> it does seem like that. It takes away kind of like the horror elements that some of these earlier games had yeah. with like the Bowser Castle themes and stuff. Maybe we'll get back to that once we get out of the Paper Mario series. Maybe. Uh, next we have Mario and Luigi's Superstar Saga. Um, I think it's a Game Boy game. Or game Advance. Boy Advance. Yeah. 
And uh, the composer for this is uh, Yoko uh, Shimura. Shimo Shimo Mora. <laughs> We've, yeah, she was already. Yeah, I mentioned her. Right? Yoko was already mentioned for the RPG game. Which this is another kind of RPG game. The whole Mario and Luigi series. Violin. Yeah, that's that's not been in any of these songs so far. Yeah. It's weird though, this is a Game Boy Advance song and it has this sound. Yeah. This is a re-release. So this is technically Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga and Bowser's Minions. Which they re-released the game, but I can't remember what system they released it on. Oh. I just realized. So it might be a DS version. Oh yeah. I'm sure that it's the same theme, just reprised yeah. for the newer version of the game. Mm. Let's see if I can look it up. Yeah, it's on the 3DS, so it's a couple uh, generations later, because that was released in 2017. Yeah, so 14 years later. Um... Also on the 3DS is, I believe, or maybe this might be from the DS, the Mario & Luigi Paper Jam kind of merges the Paper Mario and the Mario & Luigi series together. And this is Final Boss Phase 1. Ooh, I like it already. It's back to the spooky element. Yep. It's kind of weird how they diverged, and but I think... In a lot of those Paper Mario games, Bowser's actually on your team, and you can he can be part of your party, or so maybe they try to make him less evil or something. Right. And this is the same composer for the other Mario and Luigi game. Yoko or something. Yeah. Shimomura. <laughs> nice. Got it that time. Uh, moving on to phase two, I think it's similar, but bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be. Phase twos usually are bigger. Mm-hmm. Look at that nice organ-type music. Definitely has that... That boss battle theme yeah. that you come to expect from like a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Like fast notes and stuff. Yeah. Like give an undertone, like sound that sets the tempo, and then you have music on top mm-hmm. of it, trying to make it less. But you boil it down, you just. It's crazy that the, the DS cartridges are like the size of an SD card, yeah. and you could fit this type of orchestration on it with the with whole game. The way that memory is, you know, re- being reduced and changing and cooling happens, <laughs> it's, it's crazy what they can fit. The NES cartridge was like yeah. the, <laughs> this big, and you could only fit four bits of music on it or something like that. Yeah, I mean, just think about the the world's first supercomputer versus the right. phone in my hand. The phone in my hand 
is a lot faster and has a lot more storage. And... Alright, let's move on to Super Mario 3D Land. Another 3DS game. Uh, it is Asuka Hayazaki, uh, Takshi Hama, uh, Mojito Yokoda. Was this for this one and the next one? Yeah, 3D Land and 3D World. One's on the 3DS and one's on the Wii U, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have similar songs, so I didn't. I have one for 3D World, but it's the same as the 3DS song. A different version, though. Mm-hmm. 3D World is sounded like Koji, though, isn't it? I think so. But the the music still they use like the same basic music. This is the castle theme. This will be the bow- final Bowser battle. Yeah, the castle theme is kind of boring. This is much better. got all your Bowser elements in there. Mm-hmm. The organ and the piano and the drums. And some horns. Yeah, like a trumpet. <laughs> Very, kind of reminds me of Super Smash though, a little bit. Yeah. That, that horn. And then this will be the Great Tower Showdown number one from 3D World. Just a bigger version of that last song almost. Mm-hmm. Now, like, these sounds don't even remind me of Mario at the moment. Yeah. Like, they seem like an indie or an independent released game in <laughs> yeah. Japan or China or something you know those really anime style like graphics and you know fight styles and just all the music I hear behind it they really have come a long ways from do 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 to this and yeah it is Koji to the end of that so let's move on new super mario brothers for the ds it's the castle theme there we go and this is when they throw back to the side scrolling mario brothers but they made they're new because now they're better graphics mm-hmm. i have the the game for the wii uh, yes, we, we will talk about that in a few. I assure you, there's the same game just ported differently. Uh, no, they. It's the same concept, but new levels. It's just get more it, uh, continuation of the franchise. Gotcha. 
And let's go to the final Bowser battle. Yep. Get your elements of Bowser and then the speed increase. Mm -hmm. Higher tempo, higher blood pressure, higher adrenaline. higher and higher and back to the beginning i believe yeah uh, so let's move on to the wii version take it back on the wii version the wii u version this is the castle theme oh yeah that's that's very similar yep. to the previous game and of course the Which next upcoming a... games what i'm gonna you know spoil <laughs> but this is really nice this is this is what i think about when i think castle themes these days yep Drum in the back always kind of reminds me of those rock things that come slam into the ground. swamps. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then we can hear the boss battle for this. I think it's probably similar to what we already heard. Takes a leap in quality from the DS to the Wii, but same trajectory of music. Here's the spooky part. Without the drums underneath, this is very spooky. Mm -hmm. With the drums, it's like, oh, I'm going to battle. Yeah. I got to do something. All right. So I left off the castle theme and the Bowser battle theme for the Wii U version because they're the more of the same. But I got Final Boss 1, Final Boss 2. Okay. And these past two uh, series games were... Uh, Shiho Fuji and Mojito Yokoda as the composers. And then before it was Ryo Magamatsu was added as well. And, oh, and Kenta uh, Nagata. Kenta Nagata. I've heard that game many, or name many a time. Yeah, I've heard a few of these already. I think they were in the Mario Kart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is weird. Going a little bit more techie, mm -hmm. Tron style. This is one I did not play. I played the previous two, but I don't have a Wii U. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a game I have, but I don't play the Mario side. I always play switch it to the Luigi one. Because <laughs> they have both, like, the display yeah. of both. Uh, phase two will sound like this.
same thing, but a little bigger, I think. More electric guitar-y type sounds. Board. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see this getting hype, but it's it's I don't know, feel as powerful yeah. as previous. But I, I definitely feel the hype doing you know the boss here. And then if we move on to Super Mario Galaxy, which is kind of uh, jump out of order, but um, it's also by Koji. This has like big orchestration in it. I'm pretty sure. We just couldn't get into it. The game? Yeah, the galaxy. I just couldn't do it. I enjoyed it. Very Star Wars. -y. Yeah. Well, it's in space. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's almost like a you know the good guy theme, yeah. the rebel themes. A ripoff or homage, maybe. Influence from John Williams. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, the next track is from Mario Galaxy 2, and it's called Bowser Ultimate Koopa King. Almighty. Almighty Koopa, Almighty King, Koopa King. Which I think would be a good name for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> This is almost like a theme song for the game, like this element of the song. And then it gets, it takes a turn. They bring the violin back. There's some kind of strings. Mm -hmm. You can hear the, the, the bass. Yep. Uh, with the drums, so it's the, ba you know, the standing bass. And the upright the bass. Wow, this is awesome. Yeah. I don't... It doesn't seem like a Bowser to me, but this is awesome. I, mean, I guess I can see a little bit. There, Yeah, there are elements, but it's almost like he's a side... Yeah. Like you're running from something else and Bowser just happens to be there. Mm -hmm. And then the final Bowser battle... Maybe we'll get more Bowser elements into this. Ooh. <laughs> Some voices. Chanting. <laughs> Still very Star Wars-y. <laughs> 
on YouTube, Ryo Nagamatsu is credited as the composer for this one. Oh. I don't know if that's correct or not. Doc says Koji, but Ryo also did a couple of these yeah. in the same time period. Koji might be the head composer for the game, but he, Ryo composed this track. The song is pretty badass. Yeah, it is. So far, everything Galaxy has been kind of like. It's got good music. <laughs> That's the sound Toad should make, not what he does make. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to Super Mario Odyssey, the last of this episode. We got Bowser Battle 1 and 2. Also done by Koji. go. And this music, or this game also has fantastic music. see myself in, in, in this. Mm-hmm. Wah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can, I can get into it. Yeah, I can do this. Playing stuff like this makes me just want to go out and buy that Switch. <laughs> I mean, Odyssey might be the best 3D Mario game. So far. Which I do have a playlist planned for a Mario Odyssey music episode. Oh, nice. Before this year is over, the year of Mario. Alright, let's see what phase two, our final battle, sounds like. Kind of similar to Galaxy 2 yeah. is a final battle. Kind of makes it sound like, oh shit, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> Epic battle with Bowser on the moon. relaxing it's not I don't know it's not as super battle-y as you would yeah. imagine it starts out that way but then it kind of just it's nice but I don't know uh, just let that play out in the background I guess because that is all I have awesome well that's the evolution of Bowser uh, did you have a favorite track of Bowser? 
Um, I'm really fond of the Super Mario World yeah. ones. Just, I think, probably because I played that so much mm-hmm. in a pivotal age in my life. <laughs> like, those songs really stick with me. Right. I think I'm going to have to agree with you. But making this list, did that change your idea any? Hmm? Did the, while making oh. this list, did, like, did it, like, were you swayed at all by listening to any of these tracks and say, you know what, that's actually really good? I mean, the Mario Galaxy music is great, but it, it doesn't put me in the mind of Bowser like those mm-hmm. other classic songs do. Yeah. Uh, I, I have an, I don't know, I feel like an adverse effect. Because, yeah, I do agree. The Super Mario, back when we just first started listening to, like, Super Mario World or Super Mario Bros. 3, those castle themes, those uh, Bowser themes are really good, and it's what you think of. Mm-hmm. But listening to this list, like, I'm actually a huge fan of not so much the boss battle themes, but the, the castle, castle themes, themes are great. for, like, the new Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers or the new Super Mario Brothers Wii or the U's or whatever. Those, those themes... They sound like those, but upgraded. They're, yeah, they're nice like evolutions yeah. of... To go along with the graphics, they mm-hmm. really make the music evolve, too. So I don't know if it's nostalgia that makes me want to go to Super Mario World, but this is like the new Super Mario Bros. That's actually really good. Yeah, The boss battle is something to sleep on, but <laughs> uh, the, the theme for everything else seems really nice. I can agree with you there. Yeah. All right. Uh... Can you do the wrap up? Someone's at my house. Sure. <laughs> we, uh, I don't really have. We don't really have a wrap up. Yeah, let's talk about our socials. <laughs> oh, right. So if you like what you hear, you can find us on our website at drinkingeekout.com, or you can follow us on social media, and uh, that is at drinkingeekout because that is the name of our other podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We are also on Facebook sometimes. Um, you can buy merch on our Threadless shop, threadless.com slash drinkingeekout, I believe. All the links are on our website, so just go to drinkingeekout.com. There's links to our shop or our Patreon where we have some bonus content and um, all that other fun stuff. Please review us on whatever podcast app you are listening to and also check out our other show, Drinking Geek Out, where we talk about geeky stuff and drink beer. It's just like this, but um, less music involved. And um, that's it. Until next time, we don't have a sign-off. Goodbye!